Welcome back to Cardiology, everybody. So we've moved down through the week. I'm glad to see you all joining us again um, as we get ready and we try to get pumped for another Browns big matchup uh, as we go in and we have an away game against the Houston Texans um, for this really big, potentially, you know, I don't want to say milestone, but the, but it is kind of a milestone of our season. We've all been waiting for this. We've all been yeah. wondering what it was going to look like. But um, for this game, I am joined once again um, by our good friend, Chris Burdett. Hi, Chris. Hi there. Hey, welcome. And then <laughs> we also have our other good friend, Sean Donovan out there. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Well, Let's let's start to talk about and dissect this matchup. So um, here we go into the NFL Week 13, um, and the Browns are going to travel to Houston to face the Texans. Now the Texans are having a miserable season. Um, they are one nine and one. Doesn't Houston seem to be the only team that ever gets ties? I feel like they get a tie every year. <laughs> I, I really it's, do. I, I think if we go back and look, I'm pretty sure they had a tie last year too. And they might I think it's the it's before. it's the Tex Mex food is what it is. Tex Mex uh, yes. yeah, Tex Mex causes ties. Yes. I, I can't imagine there's a state in the United States that is more annoyed by the idea of having a tie football game than Texas. Right. Um yeah. but so we face the Texans at a pretty low point. Um uh down there um, in their nice dome, which will be nice to be inside out of the elements here going into the beginning of December. Um, the last time we met uh, was actually last season. Uh, we played and we won 31 to 21. That was when Baker got hurt. It was. It was. This, mm -hmm. was, the, this was the critical um, the pivot. downfall pivot of our season last year, or at least the start of of the train wreck that happened right. the rest of the way um but so now we come in we come down to houston um we are a wildly inconsistent team i think is fair to say um mm -hmm. we have shown some signs of some very very solid football play last week being one of those um but we've also shown the amazing ability to brain cramp at any particular moment and just yeah, we completely, completely mm -hmm. take them off. Um, so we got that going for us. Um, but, you know, we have also... <laughs> Stop with the uh, optimism! <laughs> yeah, we also have a very big difference in our team going into this game. And this is going to be the first start for Deshaun Watson as yep. the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Um, so I think, you know, there's a lot to kind of, you know, unpack as we basically get to the point in the season that we were all waiting to see when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen. Um, there's been, a, you know, any number of conversations about how we got here. Um, but it would be fair to say that this is probably uh, one of the most anticipated or the uh, most frowned upon uh, appearances for the Browns across the country. So um, I'll kind of go around to you guys a little bit first. Um, you know, when, as Deshaun Watson comes into the picture of this Browns team that 
really isn't necessarily as solid as as we would have liked to have had handing off to him. What, right. what are the some of the things that you're that are on your mind as we look look to his arrival? Well, first of all, and we, you and I talked about this when we did the pre, one of the preseason um, episodes. Thirteen games. His first game is Houston. Tell me that wasn't planned. Right. Okay, but the the second thing and the biggest thing. Um, uh, I got a number for you, 700. On Sunday, it will have been 700 days since he took a professional in-game snap for playing in the NFL. You know, he took some preseason snaps for us, and he looked really rusty. Uh, so I hope he's been working, you know, uh, when he hasn't been able to be at the facility uh, during this uh, suspension. Um, so I'm, I'm worried that he's going to have a lot of rust. And, but at the same time, he has Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to lean on till he shakes that rust off. So I, I, I don't expect a big, a big stat line from him on Sunday. Okay. What about what about you, Chris? What are some of the what 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 are you thinking um, as as we look for number four to join this team? I think it's gonna be interesting to see from a character standpoint where his head's at from a performance standpoint, also because a big part of him, I think, is going to be out to prove I should be here and I'm finally back, and to see if that performance can come along with that, you know. Um, and 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 I completely agree with what Sean said. Oh. How miraculous the first game is against Houston. Um, uh, so, I mean, the game's going to come down, from a game standpoint, it's going to come down to are they more anxious to beat up on him or is he more anxious and focused to beat them, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and and you're, you're absolutely right. We do not know what to expect. And preseason means nothing, as we all know. And he only had a few snaps then. Um, so, you know... I. My gut tells me he's going to come out and look good. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more from a standpoint of if he can hand the ball to Nick Chubb, he'll be doing okay 90% of the time. Um, also, he's a bit more of a – and not that Brissett wasn't a scrambler, but he's a lot more of a scrambler. Um, so, you know, I think he's going to take the field with something to prove, and that would have been regardless of who the opponent is, regardless of where he was playing, but especially there. Um, and the question is, can he turn that drive and focus uh, into a victorious win, which I, I want to think that he can. So, but, but, you, but to your point, we don't know, you know, because sure. we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys are all making very valid points. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we, we've talked about it, you know, we've all been talking about it you know, amongst ourselves, um, since all the transactions came through all mm -hmm. the, all the, um, allegations, the lawsuits, the, the suspensions, the hearings, the, all this stuff. We, we've talked about, um, how this really affects the Browns as we know them. Um, you know, I think one of the big things as Browns fans that we're going to have to 
um, get comfortable with is, you know, we've uh, in Cleveland, we've always been us against the world, right? So, yeah. so we've always Absolutely. had this kind of idea that everybody was coming for us. Nobody, nobody believed in us and, and that we were the tough nosed team that nobody respected. Um, this is a little bit different. Um, this is a little bit different scenario that this team is walking in. Now, I've been a big believer. Um, everybody who followed the podcast knows that I had challenges at the beginning of the year, even talking about this subject. I didn't really want to deal with it. Um, I am, I'm a father and have, you know, three beautiful girls, but I also have a young son. So there was a lot of mixed emotions about what what was going on and how this was going. But but I do think that what we need to understand is this is a little bit different than Cleveland against the world in the same respect. I think that, you know, as Browns fans, if you are one of those people who feels like the commentators are always against you, that the studio people never have anything good to say about you, that, you know, the sideline reports are always negative, that the calls always go against us. I think you got to be ready. I, we're, we are going to be the hated team for the rest of this year. It's just the way it is. It's the way it was set up. It's the way it was always going to be. Um, there's, there's a lot of reasons and we could dive into all of it, but that's, but that's really what's going to happen. So as Browns fans, um, not that we're not all tough already. And I know there's a lot of tough people out there, but I would just tell everybody, put on your tough, your tough skins, be ready for it because it's going to be constant. Um, yeah. You know, we've all been in bars where conversations go down the path when we're talking about the Steelers and, and, and someone throws in their negative feelings about Ben Roethlisberger's past. Right. Or the and whole Ray Lewis got to be, the We got to be on the other side of that with our or Bob Kraft. Yeah. Well, we've been, we've been able to be on the other side, pointing our fingers at it. Right. Right. That's not where we are now. No, nope, we're the that, pariah. That's, that's not necessarily a fan's fault. And and one of the reasons why we still have a podcast and we still talk about the Browns and I'm all in is because there are 52 other players on that team. And and the team is the Cleveland Browns. And they've been the Cleveland Browns for my whole life. And they're going to continue to be at long after Deshaun Watson leaves and long after this whole process plays itself out. But I do think if if you're if you're feeling like you're going to be able to tune into a game and not hear about it the rest of the year, uh, you might as well just turn the sound down because because it's going to come up. Oh, yeah. um, now, so that's the off field part, and and I don't know when I, I, I I'm not going to be smart enough or intelligent enough to have any concept of how that changes, how they get over that, what happens. I don't know if you ever do, but the on field stuff. I think you guys are incredibly right on the point. We don't know. So everything that we've we've been told about this transaction was the importance of getting a true franchise quarterback on your team. That the skill set is so high that it is worth these headaches, but also worth the the collateral that was used. Right. Um, and the, the collateral Correct. was a lot of first round picks and, and also to a guaranteed contract. So you're looking for that kind of uh, skill set. And I think you guys are right to believe that that skill set is going to show up immediately. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be that. That's pretty tough challenge. Not only are we have a player who was hurt for several weeks, he's not been able to practice for several weeks. He has been able to be around the Browns and do some basic practices um, over the last couple weeks. That was part of his kind of coming. He was back. running the scout team, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But but he has not seen much game. Uh, time as you as you pointed out, Sean. Very long time since he took taking a meaningful snap. So, um, twenty twenty, a lot going on there. Um, I think that in in general too. Um, I think there's an opportunity here for a lot of pressing in this game. Um, you know, you called it out. You both called it out that it can't be it can't be a complete um coincidence that we waited to Houston. Um it's a weird number for a suspension to, to land on that week to do, to be against Houston. But I do think that I'm a little concerned about him pressing um, before he's actually gotten even warmed up. Um, I kind of expect to see some turnovers, to be honest. Um, you know, every time we see any quarterback who goes into a game and is kind of pressing, trying to prove something, they tend mm-hmm. to take risks. Um, so I, it would not shock me. And I expect that people will be up in arms about it because Jacoby Brissett did such a good job leading up to this point of minimizing turnovers, but they yeah. happen, well, it, they happen it, right? I, when you have this skill set, you, you got to expect the gunslingers throw interceptions. They just do. It, it just Mark, happens. If I, if I can key off that for a sec, you know, Mike, I have a similar concern. And it's not so much the turnovers. My concern is he's going to try and do too much with his legs and get hurt. You know, I mean, all yeah. we need is after all this and waiting for him to go in and break a leg or something, you know, because he didn't slide or because he was trying too hard to make the first down, you know, as a point of redemption. Um, and, and that's my concern more than anything else. Just like you hope he eases back into it. You hope the play calling is such that it's, you know, it's a three to one ratio starting with running versus passing. And the passing is not deep down the field praying that your forest line uh, doesn't let them get to you. It's, you know, uh, a dink and dunk over the middle, something like that, you know, you know, to, 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 to or whoever the shorter plays. I mean, we'll see, but my big concern is them getting hurt, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, Chris, I, you're, I, I, I'd like to think that he is smart enough to know that he is not going to find redemption in one game. You know? Yeah. And so yep. that he won't try to do anything to get himself hurt um, or end up getting himself hurt. And a lot of that is going to be with the second thing you said, play calling. That's going to rely on Coach Stefanski. And yep. you know, he knows what he's seeing this week. So he knows what kind of game plan he needs to do. So that's going to rely heavily on the, you know, the scripted plays and everything that he, that he pulls from. Yeah. I think, I think if you're looking at Deshaun Watson and you're comparing him to Jacoby Brissett, and let's say you, you consider them, you consider Watson to be three steps more talented. Well, I'm just throwing mm-hmm. a random number out there. Right, right, yeah. More talented yeah, cool. than Jacoby Brissett. Um, I think what's important is that the play calling and the coaching and the expectations for Deshaun Watson should be let's get one step better. 
Let's right. let's focus on one step, yep. not three steps, because we've seen from Jacoby Brissett that this offense can be in just about every game. They if they control the ball, they hand off, they do the running game the way they're supposed to. They take advantage of play action once available. They they hit a couple deep passes that they can be a an extremely effective offense. The thing that's been keeping us out of games hasn't been the offense. With the no. exception of, of yeah, great. one game, yep. um, the reality is that it's been the defense the whole way across. So I don't need Deshaun Watson to come in and be three steps better than Jacoby Brissett. What I'm hoping for is, you know, we've seen a couple of these long passes to um, Donovan Peoples-Jones. We've seen a couple of long passes to Amari Cooper that are getting there and their receptions, but they're not breaking away. They're, they're getting, they're having to stop to catch the ball. They're not getting the yards after the catch all the time. You know, a, a a great example would be we weren't expecting Amari Cooper to have a big 45 yard reception and, and run in the last game because we haven't been getting that kind of, of play in the passing game. What I'm looking for, for Deshaun Watson is a little bit more of throwing in to those big plays, getting it down a little bit more in the field, letting uh, when De Donovan Peoples Jones gets open, not just getting it to him, but getting it, letting him run to it, letting him get yeah. open, throwing right. him open, um, you know, getting those kind of plays. And I think just a handful of those, a handful of those and those play action passes. Like if, if we, we've talked about it all year, if we invest in the running game, we have the opportunity in the passing game. So what I'm just looking for is a slightly better skill set to take advantage of those same opportunities. I'm not looking for, like you said, Chris, I don't, I don't need quarterback draws. I don't need, you know, right. boot, naked bootlegs. I'm not, I'm not interested in that with this team. That's not what we're looking for here. And I think that it would be silly to come into week 13 and try to install those kind of plays and that kind of an offense on a team with the question marks we already have. I think instead if if the coaches have been smart and if Deshaun Watson has been paying attention, he should realize that he can come in and if he can put on his earmuffs and focus just on what's going on on the field, that this is an offense that has some opportunities in it. And mm -hmm. he's not going to, he's not, you guys said it very well. He is not going to erase everything in a game. And he is probably not going to erase everything in, in a season or maybe, you know, potentially in his career, but he has the opportunity with a much different team and a much different buildup to be able to take advantage of some different situations in a way that he's not, he was never able to in Houston. Um, in Houston, he was a stats God, except in wins because well, it, so, Houston's so, a train wreck. Yeah. Let's so, but, but I mean, so, so yeah, if you want to see, you know, thousands of yards and, and lead the league in touchdowns, um, but be four and 12, sure. We could hang all our hopes on Deshaun Watson, but, but I think the, the key to actually having the Browns team that we all want is first, give me a step better than what we had with Jacoby Brissett. Maybe by the end of the year, 
give me two steps better and get me ready for next year to give me your, your everything. Right. Um, and I think that that's, that's what the team needs to be thinking about. Cause we passed the point of passing a team that was in the hunt, truly in the hunt to Watson when he came back. Right. I, I think, I think we all, you know, we're sad. We were frustrated, you know, all these wins that we feel like we could have got and, and we could have been in a much better position. And then, yeah, we'd be having a completely different conversation. We'd be mm-hmm. having a conversation about, do we really want to put Deshaun Watson in at this point? Right. Is he good going point. to mess, yeah. is he gonna mess good with, point. The, with the equation? Um, we'd be saying, well, hell, we need him to come back and we need him to be everything because we got a chance to push through and dominate. That's not where we are. So let's just, you know, let's just make the small step and let's, let's deal with, you know, there's going to be a lot of players who, you know, it's going to be loud in Houston. And so it's not just Deshaun Watson who has to be able to deal with that. That's yeah. communication. Uh, there's a word that we haven't loved to speak about all season communication. So it's, there's going to be communication that we're going to have to be aware of, um, you know, our offensive linemen are going to be able to have, they're going to have to hold their water and they're going to have to understand, you know, not only a new quarterback, when you can hear him, it's going to be a different cadence. Yeah. So even that's going to be new, but if you're likely going to be going in, I'm, I'm going to guess a lot of silent counts. I, I, I don't know why you would plan for anything different. Um, but if you're going to go in with a lot of silent counts, it's a new guy. It's a new conversation. It's new, everything. So that, Everybody being able to focus. Oh, we'll see some penalties. There's no doubt. We will expect some penalties. Yeah, I do. I do too. Um, And it's going to be the, it's going to be the communication ones, the offsides, the, those, the false starts, the, the stuff like that, um, that is probably going to be the big piece, but, you know, Switching just from, you know, we could talk, we, we, we could go in and, and much like we shouldn't expect one more step of uh, only expect a step of performance out of Sean Watson. We shouldn't try to solve all of his, all of his question marks and try to attack all of the things that we're going to have to deal with, with him as our quarterback for the next four years or. Right. Cause then we won't have a show for the next couple of seasons. Yeah. It's Cleveland, right? We could talk about a quarterback till we're, you know, we're all out of breath. So um, let's talk about some of the other things going into this game that we might be looking for. Um, I'm going to throw out something and you guys can kind of build off of it or take it, run with it if you want to. Um, The big thing that I'm looking at is we're going in and we're facing a one nine and one team. Right. And we believe that we are better than a four and seven team. Uh, You better damn well show me. Yeah. Um, we should crush them. And Clear. yeah, I mean, we need we need to go in and we cannot play down to the level of this team. No. We need to go in and we need to say, not only are we going in and we're going to overcome whatever else is going on in the noise, but we are going to put all of our strengths on display and we are just going to blow the doors off. The team. And and this is a team that's in disarray. They, they, they you know, they... We, we kind of alluded to it that Deshaun Watson was a stats god there, but he wasn't winning any games. So there's a whole lot else that's wrong in Houston than just uh, getting rid of Watson. Um, 
they got a lot of picks from us, but they they haven't been able to make them yet. Mm-hmm. They, that those picks and the things that they want and and the rebuilding of the team that's that's their future. Right now in the present, they stink. So, oh yeah, and we're familiar with that. You know, we understand where that's that is, but we also understand that when we stunk like that, uh, the big boys came in and pretty much just beat the living heck out of us. Mm-hmm. And so, if we want to consider that we are somehow in the future going to be the big boys, uh, let's let's stomp the heck out of Houston. But what say you guys? You know, oh. no, go ahead, sir. No, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. I mean, it's we should win this game and win it huge. Um, and I completely agree with the thought process of don't play down to them. Um, they're a one nine and one team, and <laughs> my goodness, if we can't go in there and crush them from beginning to end, then we have no business even talking about the playoffs. Is my take. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, this. This is going to have to be like one of those Ohio State University of Akron games where it's yes. 67 to three, you know, <laughs> and the three points <laughs> they got were at the very end in garbage time. Um, and they just keep dialing it up and dialing it up. It's it, it's going to have to be a game like that. It needs to be a game like that because that's what you're, that's what you're playing. Having said that, the defense worries the hell out of me. You know, we, we talked about it the last episode, you know, we have a tendency to make running backs look really, really good. And Damon, Damian Pierce is a good running back. Uh, he's had a little bit of a slump the last couple weeks, but you know, he was lighting it up at the beginning of the season and our defense can make him look really good again. Um, so I, I'm just I, I need Joe Woods to focus and get those guys on the line and get the linebackers all in sync and all doing the right thing, doing their jobs. And, you know, maybe. Maybe it won't be so bad. Yeah, no. It, it, and that's that's the big part, you know, playing down I, this this defense, how however you found um, your mojo last week um i i need you to have that same you you need to come in with swagger in this game right and and we need to yep. you you called out there one weapon damon pierce right so um you need to shut him down and we've talked about uh how our secondary has shown a lot of life so I'm not interested in hearing about how we shut down Brandon Cooks. I, you right. know, I, I want to know that we we got in there and stopped this running game. And I think that that is a huge piece that just needs to come into place and needs to to be done. We 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 can't allow that to happen. Yeah, I think Miles and Jadavian need to have a huge game oh. sack wise. Yes, know. for sure. Whoever's in there, whether it's Davis, Mills, or uh, Kyle Allen, they just they need to be on their butt for the better part of the game. No, agreed. I I I definitely think we need to we need to be taking advantage of this. I really want to see a, a a dominant defensive game. I I that's we we have seen our defense step up, be in games. We've seen the offense 
step up at times and be in games. I want to see not just a complete game. I want to see a dominant game. I don't, I don't want to be talking about how, you know, we were all gritting our teeth at the end of this game. Right. Right. Happen and, and, and we want to blow out. I, I want, I want, you know, and I, you know, the NFL doesn't have a ton of blowouts, so I won't say that, but I want a comfortable win. I want to be up. I go. want to be up from the beginning of this game to the end. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm really looking for. This, this game is, uh, you know, what are those, um, nine hole courses where most of the holes are par threes or whatever, you know, it's a confidence builder. It makes you feel good about the game of golf. This is a confidence builder game. You know, it needs to make us feel good about Brown's football. Yep. 100%. We, you know, this season hasn't gone the way we wanted it to go, but this needs to be a game where you can say, yep, that was, that felt, that felt good. That felt like something to build on. Well, so we've talked a little bit, set up the table of how we think this game is going to go um, and some of the keys that we think are going to be necessary for victory. When we come back from our commercial break, we are going to go around the table and we are going to get everybody's predictions for this game, how they see it boiling down um, and what we're going to be talking about next week at this time. So, We will catch all of you right after we hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody, it's Mark from the Cardiology Podcast, and I have an important question for you. Does your garage make you happy? If your life is anything like mine, the space in your garage just goes to waste because of overwhelming and embarrassing clutter. I mean, with all the tools, the toys, the bikes, the equipment, and whenever you open that garage door, that mess just hits you right in the gut. But it doesn't have to be that way. The team at CB's Custom Garage Interiors and More wants to help you take advantage of every inch of space your garage has to offer with their full turnkey design and installation services for garage cabinets, flooring, and other storage solutions. But don't be confused. The solutions they provide are not the cookie cutter racks and plastic bins you find at all the big box stores. From showroom quality garage flooring to durable powder coated wood garage cabinets, CB's Custom Garage Interiors and More has everything you need to turn your garage into the organized space of your dreams and have every one of your neighbors green with envy. So if you're tired of the mess and ready to bring the garage of your dreams into your everyday reality, you owe it to yourself and your family to check out all of the fantastic solutions CBs has to offer. You can contact Chris Burdett and his team today by heading to their website at www.cbscustomgarageinteriors.com or you can give them a call at 330-542-8416. On the site, you can request a free garage makeover guide packed with all kinds of great ideas and solutions that'll spark your imagination and help you visualize all of the potential your garage has to offer. It's time to feel the joy of a garage that meets all of your functional needs and looks fantastic too. Please let Chris help you make your dreams a reality today. Call him at 330-542-8416 or check him out online at 
www.cbscustomgarageinteriors.com and let Chris help you love your garage again. Welcome back to Cardiology, everybody. So it's that time of our preview episodes to go into our predictions for this game. So we like to go around the horn here, get everybody's idea of what they see as potentially the final score and any of the last key points that they are either looking for or expect to see coming out of this game. Um, so I feel like I usually put Sean on the spot first in these things. So I'm actually going to make Chris go first this time. So Chris, Fair enough. Why, don't, why don't you go ahead and tell us what your final prognostication on this game is? Ooh. Well, my, my main take might be a little too aggressive. So I'm going to back off of it. My, my gut tells me that it should be Browns 42. Texans 14. But I think it's a bit aggressive. I do think the Browns are going to win. And I do think it's going to be Browns 28 and Texans 14. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson's going to come out. He's going to play well. But Nick Chubb's going to bring the day as he always does. And the defense is going to show up. So we're going to win. Bottom line is we're going to win. Okay. All right. So so Chris is looking for a 14-point win. He's going to say 28-14 for the yep. Browns. So, Sean, how about you, man? What are you thinking? Um, <clears throat> just like Chris said, Deshaun Watson's going to come in. I think he's, he's going to be okay, which is a step down from well. I think he's going to be okay. And then, but he's going to rely on the running game. So Nick Chubb's going to have a career game. And I see this going Browns 35, Texans 7. I love it. Wow. Okay. All right. So, so Sean is going for the full 28 point swing in this particular game. Sweet. Um, All right. So. So a lot of optimism going into this game, and we and, absolutely and, you know, there, there better be yeah one ninety one yeah like we talked about in in the segment before this. I mean this is this is a poor team that we're going to play, um, and we really should uh, lay the wood to them. Now I am I think that I'm feeling this one a little bit closer to what Chris is going to be. I'm just going to be slightly off. I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to go with this one being 28 to 13. Um, and I am going to say, um, I'm going to expect a stat line from Deshaun Watson, something like 252 and two. I'm going to, I'm going to say that he's probably going to press and we're going to see the ball get turned over a couple of times, but we're also going to see a couple of those passing touchdowns. And a couple, and and we're going to see a little bit more yards after the catch in that in in that scenario. Um, but I completely agree with both of you that the other two touchdowns are coming from the run game. Um, I just oh. I go with the idea, and you know I've I've talked about it in in other um, episodes. It's it's pretty rare that you have a running back go off for much more than two touchdowns if we're if we're completely honest um i think that the questions that we saw on the offensive line 
Um, it remains to be seen if those are bigger issues or not. I'm hoping that we can bank all that, all that angst that we had. Um, you know, when we met earlier this week, we talked about in the Tampa Bay game that um, that we were a little porous up front and we weren't getting exactly what we wanted. I'm hoping that that was a mirage. I'm hoping that that was a one-time thing. Um, but that might make it a little bit difficult to have the truly fully dominant um, running attack that we might be looking for, but it's still Nick Chubb and it's still Kareem Hunt. So I do think that we're going to get a solid running game out of that. Um, and then on the defensive side, I have high hopes. I, I don't, you guys could be very, you know, very true. This might be a complete shutout by our defense, but our defense hasn't shown the capability of doing that yet. Um, they have, they've shown the ability to pull it together and have a good game, but I haven't seen them just completely shut somebody down. Now, if they're going to this year, this is the one, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so it right should happen, but I haven't seen it yet. So I, I'm going to say too, if, if Deshaun's going to give up the ball in my mind twice, those are probably going to lead to some points somewhere along the line. So that's, that's where my 13 comes from for, for Houston. I probably see, you know, maybe us putting ourselves in some bad positions. Um, and then, but I expect us to be able to play out of it and, and put it down. So, so overall, nice to have, some predictions, some thoughts going into this game where we're positive. Um, mm -hmm. I, I do. And I do feel like that we are positive for the right reasons. I do. I do feel like this should be a, a solid win and, and hopefully helps continue some momentum going into the next couple of weeks. Cause we're going to have some very interesting conversations as we preview Um you know, we got week 14 at Cincinnati. We got week 15 at Baltimore. Um, then we get New Orleans, Washington in the middle there. And then we end up in Pittsburgh. So we've got three really crucial division games coming. So I'm okay if if Watson has some rust this week um, because he's going to have to be ready the following week. Right. Um, and we're going to sure. a lot more out of them. So um Hopefully we see that momentum build and play through. I do have, um, you know, a slight bit of bad news. I, for me again, um, just like I had, you know, if you guys remember, I had all these great plans. I was going to go, um, Buffalo. I was going to go to the Buffalo game and we had the world's worst, um, blizzard come in and, and I did get to have a really good time in the weekend and go see the game somewhere else, but, but I did not get to Buffalo. Um, and then I had the ability to go to the Cincinnati game um, and was planning to go to that Cincinnati game. But I have since heard and since found out um, that I'm going to need to be home and I'm going to need to be doing the daddy uh -huh. thing. Um, so I'm not going to get to go to Cincinnati. Now, I will still be able to get a little bit of a report um, from my wife who, because she's doing a business event, she does still need to go down there. Um, so she will be at the game. Um, so it'll be interesting without me there. I'll be interested to hear some of her feedback, but you know, <laughs> uh, instead of, instead of maybe carrying the show with me after that, she might come join us um, and maybe give us a little bit of insight of her experience down as a be fun. Natty. So yeah. um, 
but so we'll, we'll do that a little bit differently. Uh, it's been an interesting 2022 um, trying to get to see some of these Browns games hasn't been exactly how I wanted it to go, but the, the positive is as I, as always, I get, there's always a TV. There's always a place to be. Um, are you guys doing anything else? Cool. Getting ready for this game. Any good plans? Uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to the liquor store. That's what I'm doing uh, because I think that's key preparation for any good Browns fan at this point. <laughs> okay, awesome. What's the poison of choice right now? Uh, you know, it's a combination of uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon and uh, Captain Morgan. Actually, I, I find that's a good combination for for winning. So I'm going to focus on that together, like in the same glass, or no. No, okay. No, no. You have to alternate, my friend. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's all about pacing, really, more than anything else. But yeah, it's 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 that. So you know, it's it's important to have, know when to step it up when the brown when the, when a team needs you, really. So right. that's the main focus. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not a big uh, bourbon whiskey whatever drinker. I'm not a big rum drinker either. I had bad experiences with both of them. So it just oh. <laughs> yeah you know uh, i you know i will say this sometimes i will have a little bourbon while we're watching the game but typically that requires us being in the lead and me being <laughs> able to enjoy my bourbon and, and good we call all how, yeah we all know how the season is gone um, right so and it's funny sometimes when the games i i don't know about you guys but when the games are going on and i'm so into it um I forget to have anything to drink. Um, hmm. So when I go out I've with you guys, I've had beers go warm, go, right? Yeah, when I go out with you guys, or I'm at the bar and everything. Obviously, I'm I'm in it with everybody else. But sometimes when I'm home, I might get into the you know first three quarters and realize that I haven't actually opened anything yet. Um, I pretty much figure it out by the end. But, <laughs> but uh, well, well done, but, sir. But yeah, so so. So as I said, you know, um, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't remember what I have on the slate for this particular game, but I'm sure I'll figure something else. Hey, what What about you, Sean? You, uh, you know what? I got um, I got a Pilsner from Arche sitting in my fridge, and um, a couple other. I don't even remember what they are. I think I, I think there might be some Sam Adams in there. Um, very nice. Uh, I'm I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see what we, I didn't drink anything last weekend, so I don't know if that's you know oh. I'm the superstitious type. Hmm. Yeah. Then maybe yeah. not this weekend. You never know. You never know. Um I actually so I am in the process. Uh you guys are familiar with these Christmas pop-up bars. Have you yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that trend? Pretty cool. I am in the process of uh setting up the basement as a Christmas pop-up bar. Um, <laughs> I've got some work to do this week. Um, and, but if you can think about the most crazy, tacky decorations everywhere, lights everywhere, we're bringing it. We're bringing it right here. Okay. To, well, that, um, why are we doing this remotely, Mark? Well, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, we will actually, so hopefully once, well, now we know I'm going to be home for the Cincinnati game. So there's going to be even another opportunity for if people want to come watch the game or something, we'll, we'll have you over at the pop-up bar and, and hopefully have a really good time going through some of the divisional games as we go through. 
are you getting some of those um those old decorations it was like the melted plastic that made a snowman or made santa do you remember those things you you mean like they they i think they call it the blow molds is that what you're talking about no 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 not not the big stand up light up ones they were they were flat but it looked like they had taken chips of plastic and melted them together into a picture oh no i don't have a lot of those um <laughs> i've got the kind of stuff i've got the kind of stuff that you go like when you're at the discount um, hardware store, and you, and you kind of go down the aisle, and and as an impulse buy, and you and you see it, and you're like, hmm, you get that, that with a really chop, good, and then you convince yourself it will, and then you figure it out, and you, and you bring out. So, um, uh, a lot of tinsel. Um, I have a lot of young kids who like to make crafts, so a lot of that. Um, you know, I'm an I'm I'm a former teacher, so uh, you could think of the stuff that goes on bulletin boards, stuff like that. That kind of level of uh, of highbrow de decor is what's happening in our bar, and lots and lots. Well, so, so the type of decor you get with a chapstick. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Okay, just check it. <laughs> well. Well, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to join us uh, on this. Uh, preview um it looks like we are all feeling kind of the same way um i hope we all get to enjoy another victory week it would be great to have the momentum of two wins heading into the next um yeah so you know if we can kind of get that momentum i think we would all feel better um you know again i i don't know what we can really expect out of the rest of the season i don't know that what we do will matter in the long run. I mean, we are four, we're a four and 17 um, and we've got six games left. Uh, I don't know if we can reach double digits on this, but it sure would be a great <laughs> run if we did. Um, so this, it's got to start in Houston and we got to get the ball rolling from there. So um, thank you. Thank you, Sean, for joining. Thank you, Chris, for joining. Um, thank you, Steph. You know, I look yep. forward to talking to you guys maybe next week. We'll see. We'll see how many voices we've got on and, and how we go through that. Um, and then we also have a little bit later this week, we will have our picks episode with uh, our good friend, Gary Marr. He'll be joining me. I believe he is uh, living the life down in Florida again this week. Um, and so he'll be calling remotely, probably sitting next to a pool like a jerk. Um, Gary's always living the life. So. Yeah, I'm sh I, I know exactly what he's doing down there, but I don't want to bore everybody on our podcast with exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Let's, <laughs> let's let's just say we'd all be mad. So we'll just let it go at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's having a great time. Um he does work super hard. So, so that's right. Great. We miss him. Good for him. So um, but for everybody out there, thanks for tuning in once again to listen to us. As always, you can check us out on your favorite streaming services. Go to Amazon Music, uh, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, any one of those. Uh, you can easily find cardiology out there. Subscribe so you get really cool notifications that say, hey, these guys have a bunch of nonsense they want to throw at me. Let's go listen. <laughs> you know, go ahead and subscribe. Give us your feedback as you listen to those episodes. Um, you know, Review us if you want to. I, I'm okay with it. Um, but if you don't like the streaming services, you don't want to do that. You can also check us out 
on our webpage, which is www.cardiology with a K, CLE for CLE.com. So please feel free to check us out. Tell your friends, tell your family. We got six more games in a season. And if you're anything like us, it's just football, man. So there's six more games of football that where my team is going to be playing. Hopefully a miracle happens and we have more, but I got six. So let's enjoy them. Let's get in there. Let's have a great time. Let's be like Chris. Let's, let's get, go spend our money outrageously on alcohol. Let's have some fun with it Um, or be, or be, you know, like, Sean and maybe not so much spend it on alcohol um, or be like me and spend it on Christmas decorations. Um, you know, whatever you want to do. Will Chris spend ridiculous amounts of alcohol for me? I could. I might. <laughs> yeah, you never, you get... never know. I've never known Chris. I've never known Chris not to be a good host. So you guys work that out yourselves. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. But all right. So thank, thank you guys very much. Thanks for thanks for joining and just having a good fun, a lot of fun and talk. And out there in uh the dog pound Browns Nation, let's have a great win. Let's have a lot yeah. of excitement and go Browns. Man, someone needs to take care of that dog. Wow. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Um,